Hi everyone and welcome to episode three of MIMS The Word. Today I'm joined by uh, our Operations Director, Cindy Slaughter. Uh, say hi Cindy. Hi. And um, we've got a, a packed agenda, I know we've only got 15 minutes so uh, let's see if we can, can rattle through everything. Um, firstly, if you listen to last week's podcast you will have heard about how Cindy was on holiday. So. Cindy, how was your holiday? It's fantastic, thank you. It was a little trip that we booked pre a certain thing called a pandemic. Um, so we finally got round to taking the kids out to Eurocamp to see their grandparents who live in France and also catch up with my sister-in-law and her family. Sounds awful. Um, so uh, that getting that out of the way, um, the, the agenda we've got today is um, we're going to do a a very short piece about Pride Month. Um, as you know, uh, June is Pride Month and, and this year is a little bit special. Then we, I'm going to talk through um, a content matrix that we use here at MIM whenever we create content for ourselves, but also for our customers. Then we're going to look through the tip of the week. So, you know, what is our tip of the week, uh, as always, and also the, the tool of the week. So those are the, the four main things that we're going to be running through today. Um, so I'll, I'll pass you over to Cindy in terms of Pride Month. Do you want to give us a little bit of a background uh, in terms of how Pride Month came about and what's so special about this year's Pride Month? Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who don't know, this year's Pride month marks the Stonewall 50s. So this was the Stonewall riots um, back 50 years ago and um, this was very much the the making of the movement. Uh, it came off the back of a raid on a safe space for gay, lesbian and bisexual people and um, Pride very much came off the back of supporting those people in creating a safe space in being who they are, you know, being the people um, and living the lives that they want to and feel genuinely authentic within that, which comes to uh, very much this discussion around companies uh, supporting mm. Pride Month. Um, I'm sure, Rowan, you've seen that there's a lot of companies that yeah. are displaying the Pride flag. And um, this is very much supposed to be their nod towards the LGBT community. However, I know that a lot of people within the community find that it's it's not really as supportive as it's supposed to be because it feels like the other 11 months of the year, a lot of people aren't actually supported uh, within their um, choices within life. So... Uh, it's a really interesting one, and I know it really divides people. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I absolutely agree, and it's great that more and more companies are starting to support, you know, organisations like Stonewall um, and changing their branding and, and awareness. But I think the challenge that I have is that a lot of these companies change their branding, they create more awareness, but actually, what are they doing to support their own employees? What are they doing to support Stonewall and other organizations that support the LGBTQ plus community? And um, yeah, I just find it a little bit interesting whether it's a, 
um, let's just join the club in mm-hmm. terms of changing our branding and putting out a social post. Um, and I'm not seeing much meaningful action behind that. Mm. And I think that kind of authenticity where, you know, you're, you're showing stories about your own employees. I know Microsoft are really good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you know, smaller companies should be. Yep. Talking about, um, you know, the, the orientation of their employees and how they're supporting them, either through internal HR policies or supporting organizations or running you know, training events internally in their business or, um, you know, being more active in terms of supporting organizations rather than just changing their branding. Absolutely. It's all not all just about pretty pictures. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I... And I don't want to be negative, right? It's great that more people are are showing awareness. Um, And, you know, 50 years from now, this won't be a conversation that we're having. Agreed. Um, You know, the progress that's been made in the last 50 years um, has been phenomenal. And I think the progress that will happen in the next 50 will eradicate this as a topic that we need to talk about. Mm. Um, It will just become normal, right? Um, so yeah so I think that that kind of sums up Pride Month um, please do take a look at Stonewall um, it's a great organisation please support them um, buy their merchandise go to their events <laughs> um, there's loads of stuff happening um, on their website so please do take a look we'll put the link in the description yeah absolutely and also uh, for those of you who are interested in finding out more and if you are avid podcast listeners as you probably are as you're listening to this there is a really interesting podcast of making gay history and it's got so much content with so many insights to so many different areas that people are faced with uh, within the community so yeah check it out awesome and we'll put the link to that in the uh, in the description as well um, the next thing we're going to talk about, this actually came off the back of a conversation that you and I were having with uh, with a prospect this week. Mm. And I think it's really um, pertinent and something which we've more and more started including in conversations when, when we're creating content for clients. And that's around a kind of a matrix that we've um, designed ourselves, I guess you could say. Yeah. And... Really, I want you, so I'm going to try and visualize it for you. I know we're, we're on a podcast, so not probably the best uh, format for it. But if you have in your mind a matrix where you have uh, the audience type that you're trying to reach and then the type of content that you're writing, if we start with the audience that you're trying to reach, broadly, most organizations in a B2B world will try and reach three potential audiences. They'll either be trying to reach prospects, customers, or partners, right? Obviously, you can break each of those down in terms of prospects. Are you trying to reach a technical prospect? Are you trying to reach a business prospect? Mm. Are you trying to reach out to your um, to your technical people at your customers, existing customers, or your strategic people or customers? So the third piece is the partner piece. You know, are you trying to reach partners um, that you know, you work with on a day-to-day basis, either delivering services or um, working jointly in co-marketing, etc. So people who complement your business effectively. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are broadly the three types of audiences. And you can have, in each piece of content, you can have multiple audiences, right? You might write a piece of content or record a piece of content that 
sits across all three. Mm-hmm. You know, you're trying to retain and show your existing customers that you're staying on top of the latest trends or new products, etc., or services. But there may also be a partner piece in there. You know, for for our clients that are Microsoft Gold partners, for example, um, you know, they have they might write pieces of content or record pieces of content that are primarily prospect or customer focused, but they also show the capability that they have with their existing partners. So when it comes to the audience, there can be multiple audiences in a piece of content. When we look at the type of content that you write, you know, that there's three main types. So that's technical, strategic, and what we call business or internal. So technical does what it says on the tin. If you have a product or a service, you may do more technical pieces of content, you know, how-to guides, Mm. um, solving issues, um, those kinds of step-by-step guides in terms of how to do something, training, all that kind of stuff. But also looking at technical features specifically of that product or service Mm. Um, because obviously a lot of people see the front end and they may not see what's happening in the background or why things are happening on the front end that that they're not necessarily seeing in the background Uh, and that's where the technical aspect comes in right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the second piece is that strategic piece so the why should I do this why is this good for my business potentially even a macroeconomic trend you know why is why are more people buying this service or this solution? Why should they implement your service or solution? And this is very much aimed at, whereas the first one is aimed at you know, IT, director, CIO, CTO, CDO, those kinds of more technical roles. Obviously, it depends what industry you're in. The strategic side is very much more focused at um, C-level potentially, but, uh, but more strategic roles like a CMO, like a CFO, mm-hmm. a CEO, um, those kinds of more business functions. And that's why you know we differentiate between these two pieces of content. The third piece of content, which I think is equally as important as the first two, is actually about um, your business and what's happening in your business. You know, are there new joiners? Have you hired someone? Or have you got a new customer um, that you've started working with? Have you... Um, you know, change location, um, you know, things like that. And actually going back to um, that piece at the start of the podcast, you know, what you are doing internally to support your staff either through their achievements and what they've gained from a business perspective or even on a personal perspective because it makes people want to come and work with you as a partnership and create a cohesive uh, momentum moving forwards uh, because you bring across that more personal um, insight to your business. Absolutely. And so just to kind of bring this to a close, if we look at that matrix where you have the audience and the content type, really what you should be thinking is every piece of content that I'm writing or if you're planning a series you know, of 10 pieces of content over a quarter, you should really try and balance the technical, the strategic, and the partner uh, pieces of content, whilst also taking into account whether you're focusing at prospect, customer, or partner. The tone of voice will be different. The calls to action will be different. So it's really important to take into account exactly who you're targeting uh, and what the, the end 
game is. So uh, if you need more information on that, you know, I can talk on this for hours. Um, so please do reach out um, and I'll be, be happy to, to walk you through it. Um, I know time's getting away with us a little bit. So uh, just as usual, our tip of the week and our tool of the week. So the tip of the week, um, and we found this extremely useful mm-hmm. with all of our customers, is to record your content meetings. So, you know, if you're working with someone else on creating a piece of content, please do take the time to record that meeting because it becomes extremely useful for the tool of the week that I'm about to tell you about. Mm -hmm. But also from a perspective of when you're writing that piece of content or someone else is writing that piece of content for you, such as an agency like us, we can then make sure that we've included everything and pick up on nuances and tone of voice and it becomes a lot easier and a lot more authentic and a lot more natural um, to, to create that piece of content. And I think that brings me on to the, the tool of the week. One tool that we started using um, in our suite of tools to help our customers create brilliant content and to create brilliant content for our customers is Otter. And Otter is essentially a tool that allows you to upload recorded audio recordings or video recordings Um, or record in real time uh, and it transcribes the whole conversation for you in in general it tends to pick up about 95% of words um, even more technical language so uh, it is really really useful and again you know when it comes to writing that piece of content it allows you to um, to really get a head start in terms of creating that final piece and saving you a lot of time and effort they do have a free package we are not paid by them in any way um, we don't get any referral fees um, but it's just a tool that that we found extremely useful and for internal meetings as well whenever you're talking about content so it's not just for the customer uh, facing piece it's for when you're trying to bounce ideas off one another so you've always got that record and that um, piece of uh, information to fall back on in case someone goes off sick or whatever it may be it's really really useful absolutely so um, that kind of wraps us up for today. Thank you so much for, for listening uh, and sticking with us. Um, please do follow or subscribe. We're on, at the moment, I think Amazon, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Um, but yeah, please like, comment, share, and, and get involved. If you uh, need to contact us, we'll put our contact details in the, the description. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Thank you very much for joining me, Cindy. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.